portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. This hour of programming is pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, we are all started off, started up, starting off a great week. And uh, let's face it, it's the, basically the beginning of the end of 2023. Um, number one, first and foremost, thank you for uh, a great birthday show on Friday. I really enjoyed myself. I loved uh, Lawrence Taylor. I will admit I don't often listen to the reruns of our show. I do here and there to criticize myself. But I did actually, that's how I ended my birthday Friday night was I went back and I listened to the show and I, I got a lot of laughs out of it. So thank you, Joan, for making that happen, making sure Mr. Taylor was alive and well with us. And he was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. And you sent me a picture of what you were doing while you were listening to it. Yeah, we were having a good time. Your little libation. A little libation uh, action to end, the, to end the birthday. Um, and, um, you know, I guess I have to thank Sambolino, even though I'm a little, you know, Sambolino, you're a little bit, little bit in the Idala dog. I don't know. Little, what did I do? What did I what do? A little bit. I, I, little bit. I little spent bit. the whole weekend with you, man. I, I know. I know. Well, we're going to, we're going to talk about it. We're going to, you know, you know, I, how much I love you. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I try to never give you a hard time, but, you know, well, I'm a little, little, little Uh-oh. disappointed, you know, in your judgment. But, you know, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it. We'll definitely get to it. On a positive note, I know you I had, a, had some questions about the show and how the show runs and where it is, and you were helpful with that. So, I mean, I'm not, like, furious, but, uh, you know. Right, well, I never want to let you down, though. Well, God, well you know. I'm dying to know what he's well, so yeah, mad well, about. Here's, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some some issues of the day. For the first two segments, then we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. Um, she's, I believe, out in Cali talking about test driving cars. And I have a couple of classic Japanese car, sport car question to ask her. Her and Mr. Bitter may be on different pages with uh, the answer that comes up. But And then at the end of the show, I will reveal uh, what took place this weekend and uh, and why Sam Bellino's a little, a little bit a little bit of trouble himself in, in my brain and my heart. Uh-oh. That's all. Um, there is some positive I, news too out there, which we'll cover as well. If Joan says so, you know. Yes, we you, know, you understand something. You're just the producer. Sambolino is the co-host. He's the co-host. You're right. right. But there are some some positives out there. We want to uh, always have something positive, right? That, that'd be nice. Because the news is quite heavy uh, sometimes. Two, two things days. in the AM nine seventy family number. First and foremost, I want to wish a good healing up to our friend Joe Sibilia. Yep. Um, he had a little procedure done and, and hopefully he's on the mend. Um, and number two, uh, I found out from Joseph Billia that this Wednesday I am going to be Joe Piscopo. I'm hosting Wednesday morning from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I have a meeting there at 970 and then I have a luncheon at, uh, the courthouse for like one of the courthouse celebrations. Yeah, it'll be interesting. This is a very wild time of the year, um, just in terms of, look, everyone decides they're going to have these parties and get-togethers, which is wonderful, and of course, I'm guilty it's charged. Um, but, you know, it's not like work stops. It's not like, like, oh, okay, there's no more work to do, and we're just going to go to these parties. It's like, you still got to do the same amount, if not more, work, and you have to, you know, show your faces, especially... I do because I'm kind of like the face of this little organization here, so I got to show my face in a lot of places. Um, I was very happy to report that um, the law enforcement folks of the state of New York showed their face at a whole bunch of cannabis shops, and they picked up 11,000 pounds of marijuana, and... Um, they're saying it's worth fifty-four 
million. 11,000 pounds of illegal sold cannabis products worth more than 54 million. It was, I mean, I'm sure you really care about these numbers. It was 812 pounds of flour. Now, it's interesting that, that like, they write about this in the newspapers now. It's called flour. Like, it was never called that. It was just called weed. But now it's flour because now there's all these different derivatives. 701 pounds of edibles and 61 pounds of cannabis concentrate. Um, that was just last month, but I guess this whole year, inspections, announced on Monday. Okay, they don't exactly say how long that this has taken, but I will tell you that Governor Hochul is trying to take some sort of, yes, this year, 350 locations were inspected, 88 of which have been re-inspected over the past year, bringing the haul to 11,000 pounds. So in 2023, that's what they're talking about. Apparently, they're really trying to get their act together, and some new law was just passed where if they shut you down, they can permanently shut you down because what was happening was, um, like even in my neighborhood, they were shutting guys down, and literally, literally the, the next day they were open. Um, fines for the illegal sale of cannabis now start at $10,000 per day and can raise up to $20,000 per day for continued egregious conduct and additional fines can be assessed. The law allows regulators to seek a court order to ultimately padlock businesses found to be in in repeated violation of the law. So we have been talking about this a lot and um, apparently in the whole state there's um, only 27 licensed adult use cannabis dispensaries. Now 27 sounds like a lot but that's for the entire state. That's going all the way from you know Buffalo and Binghamton and Rochester and Syracuse, Albany to Westchester to Suffolk. Um, I think 12 of which are located within the five boroughs. So um, at least at least it looks like something is going on here. Yes, Joan, is your finger up because you're my finger, you got I'm so raising much Botox it's infected your fingers? <laughs> He's upset, Matthew, because I got a little Botox and a little No, no, that's not I'm upset on because Saturday. I'm upset because of Sambolina, but He's, we'll talk okay, about that. He's not mad at me, even though he yelled at me on my train ride to Brooklyn. I was stuck yeah, on well, the train. What took you so long? Well, because I was getting the Botox yeah, and the filler. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, regarding this cannabis crackdown, I'm very glad to hear it. You know the mayor has put in place not only that crackdown, but a crackdown on landlords as well and they're being fined this all comes after the veterans sued the cannabis control board and they are settling on that um they were just on fox 5 recently a day or two ago um but this is good that this is happening i mean they're all over like as if they are like a little candy oh, shop uh, they're it's ridiculous it it's pretty funny i mean it, it's it's just pretty funny because you know, we represent in the law firm restaurants um, and other places that sell alcohol. You guys have no idea how strict the state liquor authority is. So strict about like minute laws, like exactly where the licensed the license to sell liquor is hung in the establishment. And if they pop in and it's not in the appropriate spot, you know, you could get fined for that. Uh, the way you have to keep. Uh, inventory and track of everything, and then the individuals who actually who actually sell it. It's the exact opposite of the cannabis industry. If you have a criminal record and try to get a state liquor liquor authority license, it's very very difficult. For cannabis, if you don't have a record, it's very very difficult. So, um, I guess my point is, we we know how to work these laws. We know how to enforce these laws because we do it with the state liquor authority. Um, so it's not like you really need to recreate the wheel. Well, now, uh, do, do, would you be able to to sue the landlord if they don't properly display these things, or it's only the restaurant? No, 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 it's only the restaurant. Okay, so this what what Adams is now saying is building owners whose tenants sell illegal pot. Uh, but that's illegal pot. This illegal is this cannabis is cannabis could face penalties of up to a thousand a day of action. This is alcohol. So this is selling alcohol where you have the license, but right. you haven't. A, abided by all of the rules of her selling alcohol, like time of day when you sell it, right. and obviously if you're selling it to underage people. So why is and, that strict and this isn't, right? that's right? my point. My yeah. point is they don't need to reinvent the wheel. And, you know, the first year we were on the air, 2022, 
um, on 420, April 20th, we had Stephen Kessler on, mm-hmm. who's my high school friend, who supports his family by running a legitimate legal um, cannabis store on the West Coast. And he must have said it many times on the program. He's like, if there's not enforcement of the gray market and the black market, it's never going to work. Um, and sure enough, there's not enforcement of the, the gray market and the black market here in the city of New York. And I, you know, obviously, first and foremost, the danger is if they're selling it to people who they should not be buying it, like people who are underage. And then to the second, the people who did things the right way, those 27 dispensaries throughout the state of New York, um, the, um, you know, they're suffering because uh, they worked hard and they're paying taxes and they're doing all kinds of things. And they're the legal places that should be the ones who are benefiting from this. And, you know, the one interesting factor regarding alcohol versus cannabis is, you know, a bartender who is serving someone, you know, they're not supposed to serve them if they're overly intoxicated. Um, there is no requirement because typically, I guess, you don't ingest the cannabis in the location where you buy it. It's not like in Amsterdam where they have these like little cannabis um, cafes. All right. We are going to come back. I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in Long Island. Great tune, Sambolino. Yeah. Oh, were you trying to butter me up? Trying to butter me up, <laughs> playing some, playing some good tunes. Um, yeah, but we got to talk about what's going on in Congress in um, Long Island, and um, a little bit about the ho- the housing market. A couple of little surprises there, and um, then we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. Then we're going to talk about this past weekend and why you know I'm a little annoyed with Sam. Not I'm not I'm not annoyed. I just can't believe he did what he did, man. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more news of the day on the Author Idola Power Hour. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Mario Vukic of Hackensack University Medical Center. Intravenous immunoglobulin is made from donated blood, and it can be administered at home at an infusion center or as an inpatient in a hospital setting, it is given intravenously. Typically prior to IVIG administration, routine blood work is performed to check the complete blood count, liver functions, and kidney functions as well. It has different dosing schedules based on the disease which is being treated. Pre-treatment hydration helps avoid side effects such as headache or blood clots. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friends, Rob and Danielle Sabah. This family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years is just phenomenal. I've gotten cars there. My whole family does. All my friends do. People come from Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. My parents have bought a car there. My sister and brother-in-law. Everyone I know go to Bay Ridge Honda. You know why? Because Rob Sabah and his team are the best and most trusted in the business. Tis the season to celebrate with happy Honda days going on now at Bay Ridge Honda. No payments until March. March, March of 2024, lowest prices of the year selling on the MSRP this month. Brand new 2024 Hondas in stock and ready for delivery. Your favorite Honda models, the great Honda Accord, the Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, and more. Be sure to ask the staff at Bay Ridge Honda about the Bay Ridge Plus package that will have your new or used car covered. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. The Happy Honda Day sale ends January 2nd, 2024. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m., 
here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. When we're feeling good, we think everything is okay, and we don't need a power of attorney, or we think we don't need a health care proxy. We think, ah, we'll worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or health care proxy. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a health care proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know this stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Yeah. Thank you, thank Woo! you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh. Woo! Yeah. Ready? Woo! Uh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Just a little birthday tribute here, Samolino. And Jay-Z is 54 today. 54, the old man. Or I should say young kid. I don't know how you want to look at it. Um... Uh, well, I don't know how many people in uh, Nassau County uh, in the political realm are listening to Jay-Z right now, but they are listening to each other because um, the race is on to replace Congressman George Santos. Um, and Tom Swazi, who was on this show so much when he was running for governor, you know, he, for those of you who, don't, who do not know, Tom Swazi was first... I don't know where he started, started, but I know he was the county executive for Nassau and in Long Island. And um, I believe he gave that up to run for attorney general, which he was unsuccessful at. Then he came back and he ran for Congress and he held that seat for three years. And then he voluntarily gave that up to run for governor, which he was unsuccessful at. And when he lost for governor, I mean, well, when he ran for governor, he was on this show often. And uh, he has a very good relationship with Mayor Adams, that I could tell you, because uh, he was introduced to Mayor at several fundraisers. And look, Tom Swazi is a he's an accountant and he's a lawyer, uh, and he's a smart guy. He knows how to be an executive, um, as he was as the Nassau County executive. Um, but here he would be going back to the legislature where he left, which as a Personal preference, I'm not exactly sure that that's what he should be doing with his life at his age. I think he's a little older than me. Maybe he's 58. Um, but he um, he wants to go back into Congress. I guess these people just have this, like, I don't know, burning desire to be in elected office. Not exactly sure why today's day and age, but that's what Tom wants to do. Um and, you know, Judge uh, Frank Setio was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about what would happen. And basically what happens is there are no primaries here. The state Democratic Committee, they pick their Democratic candidate, and the state Republican Committee, they pick their Republican candidate, and they run against each other. Um, but what took place today, which is a little uncharacteristic, but it shows that Congressman former congressman who wants to be a congressman again, Swazi, you know, he has some legitimate support. Six Republican and five Democrats, um, all of the mayors, formally endorsed Tom Swazi's bid to reclaim George Santos's seat. Uh, and Tom Swazi's quote is, today's endorsement makes it clear that this race is not about Democrat versus Republican or Republican versus Democrat. These mayors understand that this race will be about who knows the district best and who will deliver results for the people in the third conge- congressional district. And then they list really, you know, it's, it's really a big mixed bag of Democrats and Republicans. Now the Democrats, that's not a surprise. It is a big surprise that so many Republicans, uh, Republican mayors here in, uh, in that area are supporting him. 
But um, there's a lot of other people who want that seat, including or want to be in that race, including Bob Zimmerman, who, you know, Swazi gave up the seat and then it was an open seat. And the election was between Zimmerman as a Democrat and Santos as the Republican. And Santos won. One of the other people who wants to run right now as a Republican is our friend Mike Sapriconi. And uh, he's a former police officer. He runs a security firm. He's a member of the Columbus Citizens Foundation. He's been on this show several times. So um, if he would get the Republican nod and Swazi would get the Democratic nod, uh, two regular guests on the Idola Power Hour, Joan, would be running against each other. You know, how are you going to handle that, Joan? You're the producer, you know. Phenomenal. We would do a two-hour show with them. Oh, you think think they're going to go on with us at the same time? I don't think that's going to happen. We could do a debate. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? They're both great people. I, if I was living out there, I don't know who I'd vote for. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, I think it's a win-win. My um, parents will be voting in that election. Oh, see, I, I, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't have a, a horse in this race. I, my congresswoman is Nicole Maliotakis. There's some re- some rumors out there about my city councilman, um, Bre- Justin Brannon, who's also been on the show, running against Nicole Maliotakis. Um, I would tell any human being who resides in Brooklyn, New York, who's thinking about running in Staten Island to just forget it um, because I don't think it's ever been done successfully. That is a um, Republican um, stronghold. But besides that, it's a Staten Island stronghold. And understandably so, I believe I may have these numbers not precise, but I think the district is two thirds Staten Island and one third of Brooklyn and the Staten Islanders usually come out in force and usually the Staten Island uh, candidate, the, the favorite son of Staten Island is the person who wins that race. Believe me, I started it in, what year was that? 1992. I worked on Sal Albanese, who was a very popular 15 year was he 15 years at that time? No, he was just a councilman for about a decade. And he threw his hat in the ring to run against Susan Molinari, uh, who was the congresswoman at the time. And, yeah, we worked our tail off, and Sal got beat pretty handily. <laughs> it's just known as being the the, the seat for, um, for the Staten Island folk. Um, there is some breaking news in – I don't know how breaking is, is it? but there was a prediction – in the world of real real estate of, you know, the real estate market has definitely cooled. I can tell you with my own eyes from uh, the area where I am out in the east end of Long Island to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. The bottom line is it's simple math. <clears throat> if a house cost $500,000, but the interest rate was 2.99% to borrow the money, you could afford it. If a house is $500,000 and the interest rate to borrow it is 7.99%, you may not be able to afford it because your monthly payment on borrowing that $450,000 is going to be a lot higher. Um, you throw in the fact that Trump changed the tax laws so that now you can't write off the interest. It's even that much more complicated or, or difficult, I should say, to... Uh, purchase a house of similar value from just a couple of years ago, like literally a couple of years ago, like two. Um, but here is the Realtors.com 2024 top 10 housing markets that there are, they are anticipating that the sales will grow in these areas. Number one, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, Joan is not surprised. I'm not surprised. And now, is that because of Klinger? Klinger? Yeah, Klinger. What's Klinger? Sam Bellino, you have any idea who Klinger is? I Corporal? do not know. Oh, you Corporal know? Klinger? Not is up that on my Toledo. Mash? Oh, there you go. Corporal loved, Max Klinger. I loved him in MASH. Corporal Max Klinger. No, a lot of this... Played by a very fine Lebanese man. A lot of the cities that are on these lists have... Like, COVID helped people work at home more so that they could live wherever they want. And then a lot of these cities have become tech hubs. And there are new tech companies in these cities that have encouraged folks to move there. And that's a lot of why some of this is happening. Well, that would make sense, I think, for number two on the list, which is California. 
Oxnard, Thousand Oaks, Ventura. Oh, all of those. Oxnard, Thousand Oaks, and Ventura. Those are three different areas Mm -hmm. in California. Number three, Rochester, New York. They're expecting a... Really? Yes. Joan, okay, I need you to tell me right now why you're so confident that there's going to be a housing boom in Rochester. I have a lot of friends in Rochester, New York, and I went on what's called an airlift to Rochester, New York a bunch of years ago with Visit Rochester, and they have RIT is there. What's an airlift? An airlift means you're taken by plane up there. From to, where to where? From New York City to Rochester. Which is called an airlift. I left from LaGuardia and we went up to Rochester and it was Delta. And Why is it called an airlift and not like. I don't know, because you're being lifted in ride. the air as opposed. I don't know why it's being called. So am I getting an airlift to, <laughs> to Rome? Only if you're being taken as a group of people on a special trip. Okay. All right, go ahead. We're airlifting well, to and Rochester. Our, we got a tour of RIT and all the beautiful things that they're doing with tech up there. And they're really looking to bring in people, just like I said, for the last city. It's a lot of these cities. You're going to see it happen for that reason. I think Realtors.com is in bed with uh, Gavin Newsom (laughs) because of the 10 places, California, 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 five of them in California, including Los Angeles. Now, let me just say something. I Wednesday night when I went to go see the tree lighting or try to see the tree lighting with Luca, I was with a friend of mine who lives in Los Angeles, California. And here's the actual conversation that took place. He said to me, Arthur, do you carry a gun? And I was like, no, of course I don't carry a gun. I said, I, uh, I go, I, I have little kids at home. You know, why would I carry a gun? He goes, well, you, know, you, you feel safe. And he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't have a gun in your house? I was like, no, I don't have a gun in my house. And... He goes, like, what if someone breaks in your house like when you're there and does like a push-in robbery? I'm like, what? I, where the hell do you think I live? And he's like, dude, in L.A., he goes, there are push-in robberies in some like decent neighborhoods. I go, no, 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 no. Not in, not in Bay Area. Oh, look at you, Sam Bellino. Yeah, keep buttering me up. Yeah, keep buttering me up. Um, the, so, but on this list of places that are expected that Realtor.com as growing up is you know a big boom is Anaheim, Long Beach, and Los Angeles, California, G- Grand Rapids, Michigan, Worcester, Mass, um, Springfield, Mass, San Bernardino, California. All right, all right. Let's we're going to continue this conversation. No, we got to wait. We have Lauren. We have Lauren. Fitz After Lauren, up. we're we going to continue this because right, I have something oh, to Joe's add. Joe's got this. something to add. Bottom of the hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Lauren Fix. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The reservoir of sympathy for Israel in the wake of the October 7th attack has turned out to be shockingly shallow. We are seeing gleeful bloodlust in the street of capital cities, among students at elite universities. Murderers celebrated instead of condemned. What has happened to our world? Israelis have no illusions about what is intended by the now commonplace chant from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. The message is simple in that phrase, erase the Jews. I'm hardly alone in believing it is a call for genocide, for another holocaust. Do you wonder at how ferociously Israel defends itself? Consider how the United States and Britain responded when the Axis powers sought to destroy them in World War II. America and her allies' aim was the enemy's unconditional surrender, or its leader's death and the destruction of their war machine. Total war. And America succeeded. As will Israel, where never again still means never again. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or are looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and on to sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit newyorkcruises.com. 
My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kamen at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamen's fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students, and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Yo, Sambolino. Gearing up the music to the guest. So if it's Monday and we're gearing up on the highway, well, usually you drive on the highway. Although, I'm a little disappointed in myself today. I didn't realize that today was National Wear Brown Shoes Day. Um, Lauren Fix, I have to tell you, on National Brown Shoes Day, I'm wearing actually blue shoes. But So I, I, I hope you're not offended. No, I'm wearing gray shoes, so we're good. <laughs> All right. What part of the world is Lauren Fix in today? I'm in La Jolla, California, outside of San Diego, test driving the new Chevy Blazer Electric. Oh, everyone who listens to the Idola Power Hour knows how much Lauren Fix loves electric cars. So what's you the review? What? If you want one, you should be able to buy one. And so I review every car. Now, whether I would buy it, I review every car fairly. What this car offers... What it doesn't offer, it's pluses, it's minuses, the drive experience. And if you want one, at least, you know, you get a fair analysis. You're not going to get me. I don't ever take the car separately. Though I don't like it. It has nothing to do with what I like. It has to do with what the customer wants, who they're selling it to, that market segment. As my mother says, that's why they make chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream. Um, exactly it. So just for those of you who don't know, a Chevy Blazer is like basically a midsize SUV is not one of the huge ones. It's not one of the tiny ones. It does not have a third row. It does not have a third row. It has right. a sixty forty split uh, second row with three child safety latches. If you've got a family and you're looking for an electric vehicle, so the state of New York will offer you an additional twenty five hundred dollars plus you get the federal tax credit on this is seventy five hundred. So it adds up pretty quickly. Okay, and um, what was the driving experience like? I can't tell you the drive experience. I can tell you all about the vehicle. That won't, I have a drive impression embargo, but I can tell you all about it. It's got a 17-inch screen, really nice Google integration. Uh, it, all the technology has been updated on this. So if you've driven a GM in the past and you didn't like the square dash, it's all gone, all fresh. you got a new head-up display, backup cameras. Everything is new in this vehicle. If you own a Chevy Blazer, you want to know what the EV looks like. It is not the same. It's not even on the same platform. It's completely different. Um, so we're getting to drive the RS, the LT, the SS we get to see, which is the performance version. We'll drive that another time. 
but uh, it's got fast charging on it, and uh, they've done a nice job. I'm I'm pretty impressed. I mean, I compare this to other cars in the category, and it's pretty impressive if you're looking at an electric vehicle. Okay, and um, here's the the big question: How much does a car like this cost? Well, it starts about fifty-seven thousand. But remember, you can save up to depending on where you work and your what. You can save almost ten thousand dollars on it if you go with, if you get all the tax credits. Remember, it's a tax credit. You're not getting a check for ten grand. But what you do is you get you get the discount on the car essentially, which you use against your taxes for one time. So if you owe fifteen thousand dollars and you have ten thousand dollars of tax credit, you only pay five. But if you owe five thousand dollars in taxes and you have a seventy-five hundred dollars tax credit. The rest of it disappears. Okay, got it. So keep that um, in mind for those of you that are thinking about electric. So let's talk about non-electric. What's exciting, Lauren? Okay. Fix these days that are rolling off. You know, it's twenty twenty-four. All the models are out now. You know what? What's what's got you all excited? Well, I just uh, got to drive a friend of mine's car. It's a thousand twenty-five horsepower. Dodge Demon One Seventy. It's got nine hundred and sixty pound-feet of torque. It's a beast. They're only making three thousand of them. They have three hundred of them have carbon wheels. So I got to do the four mile test on it because when you get the car new from the dealer, there's four miles of driving on it that has to be done before they give it delivery, approved for delivery. And I got to drive those four miles because that car is now sitting in a car collection. So I got to get at least four miles out of it. But it's a drag car all day long, but you can run it on pump gas. It gets like 880 horsepower. I liked it. it was what do you, what do you, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's okay. So let, can we talk about a car that you're excited about that like normal folks could drive? Sure. All right. I just took, uh, just reviewed the Mazda CX-50. Very normal car. Starts at about $35,000. There's now eight trim levels. It, it really is nicely loaded. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all-wheel drive standard. Really nice vehicle is three or 36,000-mile warranty. You can see three in the back and two in the front. And it's really been upgraded, and they've done a nice job. New handling uh, characteristics to it as well. I thought it handled really well. Uh, and I'll be posting that review soon. It's very similar to the 2023 Mazda CX-50. So if you're thinking about a you know, mid-size SUV, the 23 and the 24 aren't really going to be much difference other than trim levels. So certainly something to add to your test drive list. Okay. Now, before I let you go, Lauren, I wanted to ask you off the top of your head, I love putting you on the spot. Give me okay. a couple of 1990s Japanese sports cars that you think are kind of sleepers right now but kind of the way the honda nsx has shut up in price forget about the toyota supra is it's out was on, on my another list. level supra yep yeah i mean they're on another I'm, I'm looking for the sleepers you know the rx7 is a sleeper uh, if you remember the mazda rx7 yeah, had a rotary engine in it yeah. those were fun i actually had one in the 80s and they were a blast uh you're also seeing interesting things like the crx Yep. So you think about uh, Honda. Honda CRX, people are going crazy for them if you can find them. If you don't want to sell them, uh, Golf R is another great yep. car that people aren't thinking about. Wait, let me, let me back up for Miata. a second. Hold on. Well, the Miata is the Miata. I mean, if you if you Google, like, greatest wow. Japanese cars ever, like, Miata is, like, almost <laughs> number one on most lists it's because of yep. its longevity now and all that. But um, I want to ask you um, about the Mazda because... That has a rotary engine, which I have no problem telling you as much as I like to think I know about cars. I don't exactly know what that means. Um, okay. But the question I really have, I'm not going to bother you on, like, cause I know you could give me a whole diatribe on what a rotary engine is, but are they reliable engines? Are they ones yeah. that last longer? I mean, like, people know diesel engines last forever. Um, mm -hmm. uh, where, where does rotary engines fit in all of that? Well, they stopped making them because of the cost. The demand had to be equal to, you know, getting a combustion engine. So and that, that was obviously an issue. So it's one of those things that if they could make them and make them reasonably priced. So the, the designer is a guy named Wankel, W-A-N-K-E-L. If you want to look at Wankel Rotary Engine, it was originally designed for the Mazdas. They've used, they use it also in some of the uh, larger trucks and so forth. It is a very reliable setup. It is really unique. It is not your typical combustion or compression engine, but Unfortunately, you know, if you don't sell a lot of them, it just gets expensive to make them. So Mazda ended up switching over to gasoline, normal gasoline, and hybrid cars as options. But is the rotary engine known as being, like, reliable, or, or is it breaking down kind of situation? 
No, actually, I don't. I don't hear many people breaking down at all. As a matter of fact, they use them. People use them as race cars. So if you see old RX sevens, people will be still racing them today because they're all really right. reliable. So hypothetically, like a, a 1985 RX-7 versus a 1985 Honda Prelude. Oh, I would go with the Mazda for sure. RX-7 is a little sports car, so much fun. The Prelude's okay, but it's not the same thing. I mean, when you got, they're kind of apples and oranges. One's a two-seater sports car. The other one's not necessarily that. So, I mean, so I think when you're looking at something, especially for resale value or you're looking for something that's collectible, anything that was limited production that has any type of history to it, race history or like Gazoo Racing, which is Toyota's racing series or, or Mugen, which is Honda's racing series, anything that fits under those kind of unique windows that if you're into cars, you start looking at values, that's where you're going to find something that's fun to drive, that will hold its value and is collectible. Is... Honda coming out with a new Prelude in 2026? Did I read yeah. that somewhere? Um, uh, it'll be a 25, and we're going to be test driving that in January. The end of the All month. right. Bay Ridge Honda in the house. Okay, Lauren Fix, happy Monday. Enjoy Thank the weather you. out there uh, in La Jolla, and I'm sure it's a lot different than it is here in New York City. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice, actually. Sorry. <laughs> good. Good for you. All right, Lauren. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. All right, folks. Um we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to tell you finally why I'm upset with Sam Bellino. I didn't want to, I'm, you know, I wanted to do the news of the day and get through Lauren Fix, and then I'll reveal it all at the end. Back after these messages. No The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Visit am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Calling all patriots. Are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me on the Patriots Alaska cruise in June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping the world today. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other patriots on an epic seven-day journey. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join us from June 29th to July 6, 2024. Book online, patriotsalaskacruise.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, ESCO Truck and Equipment can help with all your equipment needs. Whether it be purchase, lease, or rent, the right machine to improve your business. ESCO provides a full line of link belt excavators, light equipment from Dynapack, and Chicago pneumatic or handheld power tools from Steel. ESCO parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the field and need a part, ESCO certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly. ESCO is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance, inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey, call Joe Egenio at 718-504-2600. That's 718-504-2600. Or go online to escoequipment.com. That's E-S-S-C-O equipment.com. ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company. The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. I bought the law. 1960, this song is from. From the crickets. I miss my baby Anna, a good fun. I bought the law. And then the, the Clash recorded this as well. Alright. I knew this song by the Clash more than the crickets, but you know. So uh, about that last segment with Lauren, I, you know, Mr. Bitter and I, we talk about cars all the time. And uh, by the way, happy birthday again, Mr. Bitter. His birthday is also on Friday. Um, now, he was, Mr. Bitter was leaning towards um, the Prelude over the RX-7. Now, I'm, I have mixed feelings because I grew up in the Prelude with Joe Hassan, 
back in the day. I believe he had a, a 1984 Honda Prelude, which is technically a Series 2. Um, but I always love the look of a Mazda RX-7. And, you know, the thing is, Mr. Bitter is a Mazda aficionado, uh, being a, a Miata guy. So, I don't know. I, we still got to kick it around. They're, both cars right now are about $15,000. Just so you understand, though, about this, the, the car market, both of those cars five years ago were like $3,500, like $5,000. Maybe if they were in good shape, they were 7500 So they've doubled in about three years. Um, not that anyone should be, in my opinion, buying cars as an investment. Mr. Bitter will tell you if you just put money in the stock market in the right place and you just let it sit there over the course of 25, 30 years, you're going to do better than in the uh, car collector's thing. But anyway, I digress. Um Saturday. So Friday night was my birthday. I had a great time. I actually wound up Friday night saying I was going to go throw the garbage and I jumped in my car and ran up a couple of blocks and I went into um, one of the 3rd Avenue establishments and there was Chief John Chell. Um, and he was having a little holiday party for his executive staff and he and I wound up hanging out and having a good time. I saw a bunch of other people there I knew, including Chris Oletti who was going to be the bartender on Saturday at um, the Salty Dog. And I saw Jen, who was going to be the bartender at uh, Three Jolly Pigeons. I wasn't exactly sure if Jen was going to be able to make it, but she's a pro. So um, Saturday, uh, after basketball practice with um, Arthur and uh, my friend Stephen and his chi- his son Lincoln, Arthur and Lincoln are best buddies, um, I went and picked up a, a bagel wheel from... Um, Bagel Boy in Bay Ridge. My buddy James was in there, thank God, because there were like 300 people, and I get to cut the line because I had called ahead. And I head down to... Uh, bagel wheel. It, it was just a, like a four dozen bagels. No, it was like four dozen bagels cut in half. Half was butter and half was cream cheese, but they're very good. Okay. Um, and we, um, I headed down to uh, Three Jolly Pigeons, which is a historic establishment. And um, the thing is, before we went to... Before we, when we were still at baseball practice, my buddy Steve and I watching our sons, we both said, no rookie mistakes today, no sloppiness, no like real inebriation, you know, just pace ourselves. And the one thing he said, you know, we can't do shots. No shots, because that's going to mess you up, right? Okay. So we're three jolly pigeons. Everything is great. I eat like two bagels. My buddy Noel comes in, pleasant surprise. He tells me, look, dude, I'm here. I'm hanging out with you, but I'm not drinking the problem was a lot of people looked at this as like my birthday party but it wasn't really my birthday party it was just a bay ridge bar crawl as the t-shirts we bought and sold said well uh we went from one place the first place we left there around 1 30 there was like 20 of us and then we started building up steam building momentum when we went to firefly then we went then i ran from firefly i ran to las margaritas and i went in ahead of time and i ordered 20 margaritas so when we left firefly we got to las margaritas they were already there on the bar which you know that's hard liquor but it's not a shot and everything's fine and then at three o'clock i would say we doubled from like 20 to 40 people at the salty dog where my buddy chris oletti was and where we had out a big tray of wings and that's when sambolino let me down what did you do? In, what did you do in Salty okay, Dog, Sam? I, <laughs> I bought you two shots, but yeah, in yeah. my oh. opinion, I didn't get the no shot stipulation rule. Well, and you bought two? Oh yeah, oh like yeah, this. yeah. So and I got to see you all after yeah, yeah. that. So he so gives, now he gives I me get it. two shots of Jamesons. And well, I was by like, the way, oh. you gave away the second one. I did, right? See, yes, I you was, did. Okay, I'm not that much of an idiot. But then all my right. neighbor Rob. He, uh, I, I don't know him that well, but he just did me a big favor. My American flag in front of my house fell down. He got a ladder and he fixed it. So he buys me a shot of tequila. And I tell him, I go, no, 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 dude, I can't do that. And like his face dropped. And he's like, dude, I just paid a lot of money for this thing. And I was like, oh, shoot. So even that shot, I split half of it. And I gave the other half to someone else because the guy was watching. He wanted to make sure I didn't waste it. Then tonight... Vinny Lavienne comes into the office earlier this afternoon, and I was like, you know, I would have been in much better shape if I hadn't done any shots. He goes, I'm sorry, man. I bought you a shot of tequila. I'm like, oh, man. And then I think my brother-in-law, Lawrence, bought me a shot. 
So we went from Salty Dog, and then like it was so much fun. Like forty of us walking down to um, I don't even Pippin, Bankers, Pippin. Bankers, and then Pippins. But I'm stopping at all the stores I know along the way, saying hello to the dry cleaning lady, saying hello to the hardware store guy, saying hello to the guy in the fish store. You were in your element. And, oh yeah, we were having a great time. And what did I bring that, you? That, oh, I don't know. You were late. Yeah, that, but what did I bring? you? I have no idea. You can't be serious. No, I am. Really Sambolino, <laughs> do you remember? I don't. I went across the street and got a little tiny cake and had a oh, red right. candle in it, no and we all sang to you. You don't remember that? Where was this exactly? This Pippins? was at Pippin's. <laughs> Sambolino, you remember this part? I, I, I was not here for this part. And then uh, Dean okay. ate your cake. Oh, uh, that it was I understand. a small cake. And I mean, Dean I, ate I, it. I literally had five <laughs> friends there from kindergarten. All the members of Rapid Pulse there. Um, you know, office, the 970 crew was there. The office Lino, was there. We had everyone from the office. law school people there. Crowd. I mean, it was, and everyone was loving life. It was so like loosey goosey. Then we went down to Delia's, and Delia's is like a lounge. We sat there for like 15, 20 minutes, and then I obviously had the wherewithal. I called like five car services. And everyone piled into the five car services, and we went to 82nd Street and Colonial Road. I went with that. Much like the Ramos Foundation, like when it started eight years ago, it was kind of a little thing, and now it was huge. Well, the Santo thing three years ago was like, okay, we're going to light up our house and invite a couple of people. I don't know. Were there 500 people there? I mean, it was nuts. And there was all kinds of food trucks and horses and buggies and Santa Claus was there, and the hot dog stand, and music, and DJ it was a full stand, on block party. pizza truck, um, macaroni and cheese truck, hot and it got incredible truck, coverage truck. on CBS News. Absolutely, a beautiful yeah, event. My, obviously, Kudos my wife and children to Karen were there, and Billy, Nicole, Sydney, Lauren, your wife Marianne. She was a big. Apparently, part of this. she was the mistress of ceremonies she before we got there. Amazing, um, but um, you know, and the thing was, Samuel, I drank a lot of water. And I mean, I went to, so at, at the end of the Santo thing, Mike Jacarino's parents were there. Um, I'm ready to go home with Luca and Billy goes, come on, come with me for one more. And I don't know <laughs> how, somehow or another, we're back at Pippin's. Wow. We have one there. And then I'm like, Luca, we got to go. And I, I left him, but I got to give compliments to Imran Ansari because he started with me at Three Jolly and I left him there saying, I said, I looked at him, I go, take care of Billy, take care of Billy. I went home. And got a good night's sleep with a bunch of water in me. I took a multivitamin, a couple of Advil, and woke up at 7 with the kids and walked Ariana for two hours in that pouring rain wow. yesterday. Oh but I, I enjoyed it. And I had a beautiful family day yesterday. And I'm heading to the Brooklyn Bar Association uh, dinner tonight. I'm excited because I'll see a lot of friends that I know. All right. That is going to be a wrap for Monday night, December the 4th. 2023 here on the Idola Power Hour. We will see you tomorrow back here on AM 970. The answer. The Arthur Idola Power Hour is sponsored by Idola Bertuna and Cammons, PC. The preceding hour of programming was pre recorded. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda.